Hello friends of Kind of. I hope everyone is well and staying safe. Welcome to week one of quarantine. I'm making the formal announcement that I will be home for the next eight weeks and the person or persons reading this, actually listening to this, should be staying home as well. As someone who quarantines herself regardless of a public health crisis or not, I expect to remain calm in the next eight weeks, but I will be doing weekly sanity checks so you will know whether or not my mental health is going downhill. With that being said, let's just go straight into the beauty news. Alright, starting off with beauty news. So, great news, Sailor Moon X Colourpop collection is getting restocked. They are fine. Colourpop is finally restocking the Sailor Moon collection, and however, I don't know when it's going to be online, but as is March 15th, the collection is now available at Ulta, in stores, and online. Um... Once I figure out when they are restocking it online, I'll let you guys know. But with that being said, I found this Instagram account. Um, She commented under Trend Mood's uh, Instagram post when she was announcing the Sailor Moon, Ulta, whatever. But this Instagram account is basically a huge Sailor Moon merchandise collector's account. Um, If you love Sailor Moon and you want to collect her merch... I suggest you follow his account. It's just so pretty. The colors are just so like nostalgic, especially if you grew up watching Sailor Moon and you kind of know the color palette. But the Instagram account is called Ochiba Wolf. So at O C H I B A W O L F. Um, next, Farsali is releasing a rose gold moisturizing cream gel, um, and it's set to be released on March twenty third on farsali.com on instagram it says it's infused with rose hip seed oil and hyaluronic acid rose gold elixir 24k moisturizing gel cream weightlessly hydrates while reducing the appearance of fine lines and creating a plumping effect that's cool i mean i don't use farsali products but that sounds nice (laughs) um nars is releasing a summer collection it looks like it's gonna drop around April and May, which is also probably when we're going to get more details about it. But now it looks like it's two matte bronzers and an Orgasm X blush. I don't know what else is being released in the collection, but so far, those three products, kind of excited about. Patrick Ta is dropping a new, no, he's dropping new colors in his lip pencils and lip creams mostly oranges and reds and i'm actually really excited about oranges because i read this headline like a few weeks ago that was like so and so looks like a spring fairy and i was like i want to be a spring fairy and so and so is basically just wearing a bright orange lip so i'm kind of on the hunt for a very bright orange lip however as you know as i've reiterated as i've said multiple times on this podcast i just do not look good with very bold lips However, I am trying. Um, and then finally, Fenty Beauty is releasing a new body lava in Diamond Bomb, which is like their highlighter, in the shade called Kongak Candy. Kong, it's like Kongak? Wait, it's Cognac. There we go. Okay. It's a copper shade, so you'll be shining like a very clean penny. And I think it's going to be a really good shade. Both of the products will be available on April 20th on Sephora.com, FentyBeauty.com, Harvey Nichols, and Boots UK. Um, And that's it for beauty news. I didn't find a lot of stuff 
um, rightfully so. This week has already been super crazy. So let's just jump into the articles. As you already know, like I said before, I am in quarantine. So, however, for the next eight weeks, I wanted to spend time sharing articles about the coronavirus and how it impacts like beauty and fashion industries, only because this is a beauty and lifestyle podcast. Um, so foreign Ulta stores will be closing starting this week, um, but their online stores will be active. Sephora will be closing starting March 16th, which was yesterday for me, from 5 p.m. through April 3rd. But the online store is offering free shipping when you use the code free ship. Ulta stores will be closed starting March 19th at 6 p.m. through March 31st. Both companies will be paying their employees and providing benefits. Um, however, the opening dates for both stores are tentative because I'm pretty sure they're going to be pushed back depending on if the situation gets better or worse. So, yeah, don't be going to Ulta or Sephora, <laughs> I guess. Um, Alright, and then I found this really interesting article from Jing Daily about luxury brand performance during the coronavirus health crisis. Uh, the article is titled, How Luxury Brands Can Win During a Crisis by Daniel Langer, and it was published on March 16, 2020. In the article, Langer mentions how when he was graduating with a PhD in 2008 during the recession, a lot of people were like, it's a bad time to work in luxury. But in, real but in reality, it was totally fine because the luxury market was one of the only markets that did not decline. However, that does not mean luxury brands will survive. Um, in the time of financial crisis, brands need to work swiftly to find gaps where their brand is lacking. Surviving for a luxury brand is more, more than just pretty designs and high prices. It's about adding extreme value, um, something I learned from this article. So Langer said, added luxury value or ALV consists of brand related social status effects which include the perception of enhanced attractiveness, social protection, being perceived as an expert, or for the experience of something new. When we measure luxury value, the product is not part of it. In regards to the 2008 like recession, he said, the brands that came out of 2008 the strongest did few things better than others. First, they put the brand before anything else. They focused on the brand's core values and made sure the brand's storytelling was precise, specific, insight-driven, and differentiating, which created meaningful value for their customers. Second, they innovated by redefining classic lines, introducing, introducing new collaborations, and offering inspired products. This allowed them to influence customers more than their competitors. Third, they stayed close to their customers by providing brand-specific, personalized, and superior service. And then he finishes off the article by saying, One thing is clear. The world will never be the same. Those who understand this and adapt first will come out winners. Um, I found this article just like, very interesting, and I wanted to share it. Um, if you remember a few episodes ago, I talked about an article from, I think, Fashion Mista about the CFDA X Vogue Fashion Fund, which gives money to, like, brilliant designers but a handful of the receivers brands end up going under because although the skill and the passion for designing is there um the business side is not fully developed and also i did not know about alv and it's a pretty good read if you're interested in working or creating a luxury brand um jing daily i discovered it like a few days ago it is basically about the luxury market in China, and I think they have pretty interesting reads. 
so I would highly suggest you check it out. Um, okay, so I saw this on Twitter literally like a few moments ago when I was finishing up this script. Um, it's a brand called Cheekbone Beauty, a cosmetics company based in Canada. The brand owner, Jen Harper, and her cosmetics brand give 10% of profits to help educate indigenous youth in Canada. Um, it offers mostly lip products, but it does have face products and an eye product. And the lip colors it offers are very pretty, and I really like the selection. So please check them out. Um, they have a they have so many lip colors and so many different finishes. And the color selection, like I said, very pretty. Next, we're talking about Vogue's March cover story. It is all about models from around the world. I'm going through this very intense love for anything Vogue produces, and it started with my low-key obsession with Jenna Rennert. She's the beauty editor at Vogue. Um, I watched that video with Ken Jeong becoming a beauty assistant at Vogue, and it looked really fun and cute. Then I went into the spiral just conti continuously watching Vogue videos. They are really good. Like, I'm not even joking. However, one of my favorite series that Vogue produces is The Diary of a Model During Fashion Week. They are so much fun, and I actually really, really like all the personalities of the models that they interviewed and followed along. I found them very humble, very sweet. I really liked Elizabeth Grace. She got engaged, and in the video, she it was the first time of her announcing that she got engaged. So that was pretty cool. Um, then there's Megan Roche, and then Ado Akei. Um, I want Ado to be my friend. She is so sweet and humble. And she's really shy, and she has a really good heart. I hope Vogue will showcase the three of them more. But this month's cover showcases 30 models from around the world. I really love, like, the many tidbits that each mo from each model's lives. And they tend to be from very interesting places and have, like, very interesting backgrounds. I wrote an entire list of every single model, in it, but it's really long. Um, but it's actually really interesting because they talk about each of the models and I don't want to go through like the entire list, but what I found interesting, um, Pooja Moore from India, she's a follower of the Falun Gong, which is a Chinese spiritual practice incorporating Buddhist and Taoist principles. Um, I think I've talked about Rowena Sai before, but she's a YouTuber who promotes like, um, kind of self-help videos and self-development videos and I think she's a follower of the Falun Gong which I think is pretty cool. Um, Pooja said in the thing that in the article sorry that it gave her like a sense of purpose. Um, oh my god next we have Iman Hammam. Um, she's from Netherlands, Morocco, and Egypt. Okay so the reason I'm mentioning her is because literally today I also read her like strategist article of what Iman Haman cannot live without and the very first thing was like Arizona green teas and I was like okay same but then we have our uh, hijabi model her name is Ugbad Abdi from Somalia in the U.S. and yeah um important note when it came to the countries listed it was either like the model's ethnicity nationality or like where they're based um, if it said, like, for this one example, um, like, Greece and Netherlands, maybe they are Greece and then, no, sorry, maybe they're Greek or they're based in Greece and then they have a Netherlands background. So just to keep in mind, um, but however, one of my favorite quotes from the story was about Dut. She said, 
Before I'm anything else, I'm a refugee, and I'm so proud of that. I want to educate people on what that really means. Um, last year, she was named Model of the Year at the Fashion Awards in London. Very happy for her. Like I said, she's very sweet, so please watch her Vogue video. Next, <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm dedic I dedicated my entire month of March to Harry Styles. Um, so here's the Harry Styles news of the day. Harry Styles in fishnets. So I found an article on New York Mag from The Cut called Harry Styles in fishnets, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, it was by Sangeeta Sankertz. Um, the photos were for a London-based biannual magazine called Beauty Papers, according to its Facebook. Um, its website crashed after the photos of Harry were published. So that's his power. What a powerful man. My God. Um... Next article, also from The Cut. So now that a majority of the population is at home, being subjected to Zoom for school and work, I have not used it because I am not in school and I'm unemployed, but not by choice. Apparently, Zoom has a beauty filter. So in a New York Mag Cut article called There's a Secret Zoom Filter to Make You Look Better on Video Calls by Kathleen Ho, you can look a little less ugly through video. That's nice, right? Um, but another article, also from New York Mag, The Strategist, called The Makeup Palette That Half My Sophomore Dorm Now Owns by Isabella Goodman, who is a sophomore at American University. I think that's what it says. I thought this was really interesting because I really thought Isabella was going to be like the ABH palette or an Urban Decay palette, but no, it's a Muschino um, Sephora collaboration palette called The Laptop Palette, which was originally $60, but now it's on sale for 30 and I think Isabella explains the best. She said, the palette hasn't just changed the way I do my makeup, it changed my friends' routines too. We've always done our makeup together, sharing lip gloss, applying each other's eye makeup. It's a fun way to get ready for a night out. And it's also just really easy to bond over bronzers and contouring brushes. But nothing has brought us together quite like this palette. This is a huge, wait, this is huge. <laughs> wait, sorry, <laughs> it's actually, she said, this thing is huge. So the mirror comfortably fits a whole crowd of people trying to do touch-ups. And because there are so many shades, some glittery, some neutral, and some neon, everyone can find a sh shadow they are excited to use. At least four friends have bought it after using mine. So maybe I will buy it. Probably not, because I already have so many palettes that I need to use up. But I thought that was really cute. Um, next, we have another piece from Vogue. Um, v... Anna Wintour wrote a legitimate brief about how she's voting for Joe Biden, but then in the same brief, right at the end, she mentioned that the Met Gala, one of the biggest fashion and art events of the year, will be postponed. And a lot of people were confused on Twitter because they were like, shouldn't that be its own brief and announcement? However, with that being put aside, Vogue will still be showcasing the exhibit in its May issue. Um, but yeah, the Met Gala is postponed. Which, rightfully so. And then finally, I have found my new official favorite YouTube channel, After Vogue, of course. It is actually Alert Korea. So if you're a fan of Twice, and if you don't know who Twice is, they're a huge K-pop girl group that debuted in 2016, I believe. But the 
channel, like one of their series, features K-celebrity makeup artists, hairstylists, and more who like share the secrets or like the details behind the shoot and why they did the makeup, hair, or styling the way they did. Um, it's really fun and interesting and I really enjoyed it because like the one I watched was for like, I watched a couple, but the one I watched was like for um, Twice's Feel Special music video. And the artist literally like talked about like, I decided to do um, Mina's makeup like this while I tried to do like Nine's makeup was going to be like the very bright lip and so on and so forth. They also have so many like very helpful video like videos about like cutting hair and like doing makeup and I just think it's such a good channel. Like I'm gonna sit and watch all their videos. Very excited. So if you're interested in K-beauty or you're a fan of K-beauty, I highly suggest you check out their channel. Alright, so now I have actually a five things for you guys. So if you're not familiar with what that is, I've only done it once before, but I basically just talk about five products that I have. Um, whether it be like, I'm using this product, or I recommend this product, or what my thoughts are about this product. So if you hear me like rumbling and grabbing things, that's why. Um, however, the very first thing I want to talk about, which I'm actually very pleased about, I got this for my birthday in late February and it's a bronze silk expert pro 5 latest generation IPL hair remover so it's exactly what it is it's not a hair remover it's a hair reducer and permanent hair remover so if you know what laser hair removal is it's essentially what that is but it's a at-home treatment so basically what it is is it's a small device that you use after removing hair so let's say you're removing your arm hair you would shave your arm hair and then right after before you put on like lotions or anything you want to dry that area and then you would use this device by putting it onto skin pressing a button and then it flashes light so I got mine and I've been using it for almost four weeks now and I'm actually quite pleased with it. I think it's actually really, really good. Um, the one, I don't know where I, my sister got this from, but this retails for $329 to $330. And you can get it at Bed Bath & Beyond. And Bed Bath & Beyond also has layaway, so if you can't buy it for the $300 that it is, you can pay like $100 a month for it. But basically... It is so good. Like, I was shocked at first. Um, I didn't really know it was going to work for me. If you're familiar with laser hair remover or hair removal, you, essentially you would have to go to a salon to get it done. Um, and they cost a lot of money. Like, one session, one time you go for, like, a certain area can be, like, $400. And you need multiple sessions in order for the hair to be completely removed. Um, I think if once I'm done with the treatment plan, I'll do like a whole entire episode just regarding this product just because it's just a lot of information and if you buy this product, you might be a little skeptical and scared about it. But so far, I've been using it and I've seen like a serious reduction of hair. Like my hair isn't permanently gone, but my hair has reduced significantly, significantly in the sense of like it's taking longer to grow back. Um, I know this definitely from my facial hair, like, I would have to shave my face with, like, a face razor, 
yeah, like once a week, like I would meet people and be like, yeah, I shave it like maybe once or once a month if I feel like it or maybe like once every three months and I'm like, no, I have to shave it like once a week because it grows back so fast and um, I've used it on my face, I think I've done three sessions so far and it's actually very good because my hair has reduced. Is it all gone? No, but it has significantly reduced so I'm excited to see more results. So that's that. Um, like I said, I'll do an entire episode about laser hair removal because I think it's important and I think a lot of people have like a lot of questions on it. Next I have, oh, sorry. Next I have the Ursa Major Sublime Sage Spray Deodorant with geranium and sage. Um, this is like a natural deodorant. So, so for a while I've been using like aluminum free deodorant because it was on sale, but it wasn't good because it wouldn't stop me from sweating. I would still sweat and it was very uncomfortable. So I switched back to like a normal secret deodorant that I use, like the gel ones. Um, but my sister brought this spray on Ursa Major Sublime Stage deodorant. Um, it smells <laughs> like, I think my sister does not like the smell, but I actually like the smell. It's like very earthy very strong it reminds me of like lush they're more like um earthy herb scents that's the best way i can describe it um i like it because it's a spray you just spray it on that way like my sister can use it and i can use it too i'm still trusting it out it's okay so far i will give you details later i like how it's like natural or clean um, let's see, and it retails for about $18 for 1.7, 1.79 ounces, which is not a lot, but I mean, we will see. Next, I actually have a jade roller in gua sha set, um, from Amazon. It was around, like, $17. It's sold out right now, but I'll leave the link on my blog. So I don't really use the jade roller. My sister uses that, but I actually really like the gua sha. I think the shape of it fits really well in my hand, but also like on the contours of my face. And it's really, really nice when I like apply like moisturizer. Um, and I kind of just want to give my face a massage. This is when I would use it. And I like to do mostly around like my jawline. Um, on my neck area, like going upwards, like on my cheek and cheekbone, like maybe on the bridge of my nose, around my eyebrow. It's just super relaxing and it's super nice. Um, I first got interested in this by Sarah Chung, who I literally talk about in every single one of my episodes. So she's the one who is like, you should get this because I love this tool. And I was like, Sarah, since you recommend it, I'm going to steal my sisters. So that's exactly what I did. Then finally, I actually have kind of a mini review on the Sailor Moon X Colourpop collection. I wasn't originally going to do a review only because I didn't know if it was coming back and to me it seemed kind of pointless to review it if I knew people wouldn't have the opportunity to even get the palette or the other products in the collection. However, since Colourpop announced like the relaunch and it being an Ulta, I decided I would share my thoughts on it. Um, 
So definitely my favorite products from this entire collection is the eyeshadow palette, but also the blushes. So starting with the blushes, the reason why I like them so much is because I don't have blushes like this in my collection. And I, if I'm going to use very bright pinks, they usually end up being in a cream or gel form. So these are my first powder ones. Um, cat's eye, very beautiful pink with um, silver reflex in it very tiny shimmers and then we have from the moon which is definitely a more powdery pink color and it's matte um they're so cute if you're into like um a very bright cheek i think that's gonna be in for spring like a very bright e-girl cheek <laughs> um from the moon is definitely a great shade it's super pretty super bright i really like cat's eye um especially when I got a highlight going on and I want to like illuminate my cheek more than doing a matte color. If I'm definitely going for a more dewy look, then I will use Cat's Eye. Um, so far, both are very pretty. I really like them. Would recommend them. Um, for the palette, I am absolutely obsessed with this palette. I haven't used all the colors in the collection, but I've used most of them. And I actually really, really like it. I think... My suggestion is if you are a fan of Sailor Moon, even, and I don't say this very often, if you are a fan of Sailor Moon growing up, you're not even someone who's that interested in makeup. Like, yeah, you'll wear makeup every day just for like fun, for work, to go out. I would recommend this palette. Um, it's just good memories to me. Like when I look at it, I like, like when I see Tuxedo Rose, I'm like, oh, oh my God, that's so cute. Like, Tuxedo Rose, like the rose, Tuxedo <laughs> tuxedo Mask, and then Luna, and the Miracle Romance is like good memories to me. Um, the downside is it doesn't have a mirror, which I noticed from a lot of people said. And then also a lot of people said that they got a lot of kickback on the palette. However, I use a very light hand when applying makeup, so I don't face a lot of kickback. But honestly, like the top row of colors, or like... The first half of colors even are pretty natural looking so like you can easily do like a daytime eye with it and then if you want like a little bit of pop of color you have the bottom half of it as well um i did my makeup the other day i didn't post any photos of it because i only got like one good photo but i basically use like the top row um i put on a little bit of three concept eyes maison kitsune like eye glitter in the color petal um, and then I did a very pretty, like, pastel sage green eyeliner with Glossier Play Color Sliding Early Girl. And it was just, it was a vibe. Like, it was a, such a Sailor Moon vibe going on. And it was super pretty, and I really liked it. Um, when it comes to the glitters, I think I talked about it in, like, a couple episodes ago saying that I'm very wary about glitters. Only because, one, they get into your eye, and plus they're not good for the environment. I haven't used them yet. I'm not a big fan of, like, the very chemical scent of them. They're very beautiful, and I will use them at some point. But I'm just choosing the right opportunity. And then for the lip colors, um, like I said before, I feel like a lot of ColourPop lip colors don't suit my skin tone. However, the lip colors they provided in the Moonlight and Daylight Kit... Yeah, I think it's Moonlight and Daylight kit, kits. 
um, are pretty forgiving. Um, because of the ultra blotted formula, they're not as bright and they're not as like in your face. So they work well for like a very pretty like daytime lip. Again, like I wouldn't wear a lot of eye makeup when I'm wearing them because they still are like noticeably bright. Um, and then the ultra glossy lips are very pretty as well. And I like the two selection colors. Um, the more pink color is definitely more forgiving compared to the more peachy toned one, but they're both still really pretty. So if you had the opportunity to buy anything in this collection, I would highly suggest the eye palette first, followed by the blushes, then the lip colors, and then the eye glitters. So yeah, those are my five things. Alright, that wraps up today's podcast episode. If you would like to listen to future episodes of Cute Kind Of, it is available on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and iHeartRadio. And if you have a second, I would really appreciate if you rate and review it. Um, It helps me know whether or not the podcast is good and what things I can improve on. And it gives, it boosts it so other people can see it as well. My Twitter is at Layla underscore Riaz, L-A-I-L-A underscore R-I-A-Z. My Instagrams are at Layla dot Riaz, so L-A-I-L-A dot R-I-A-Z. And then we have a podcast Instagram, which is at Cute Kind of Podcast, C-U-T-E-K-I-N-D-O-F-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, I'm thinking about, (laughs) okay, so I'm thinking about, I'm thinking that I want to stop using my podcast Instagram. So if you follow me or follow Q Kind of Podcast on Instagram, I kind of have this like vibe going where it's like a bunch of like paintings, pictorials, and whatnot, but it's a lot of work because I don't want to post something unless I'm giving people who took the photo, who worked behind the scenes on the editorial shoot, so forth and so forth, so on and so forth, the proper credit, and it's very high, hard to find credit. On top of that, it's really hard to like plan out a feed. Like I try to dedicate like an hour every few days to just like figure out like two posts that came up that day. And it's just a lot of work. Like, I have so much respect for people who have to handle, like, social media. Because it's just, it's a ton of work planning and deciding. And it's a lot of decision fatigue. And a lot of times you don't know if there's, like, a better option or whatnot. Um, I want to start posting more on my personal Instagram because I feel like that's just better. And I want to start posting, like, more makeup looks again because I used to do that so much when I was an undergrad. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm definitely not a social media person. Like, I hardly ever post. I'm on Twitter a lot because I feel like that place isn't real. But with that being said, it's still like a social media and it's still like across all platforms. It's like really hard for me to make friends online. Um, do I want to make friends online? Yeah, I love friends. But it's just really hard for me because I just don't know essentially what to do. So... I think I'm going to stop aggressively posting on the cute kind of podcast page thing. Oh, Instagram page, sorry. And I'm going to start, like, maybe once a week post on there. And then also once a week post on my personal Instagram because, um, I don't know what's going on over there. 
so we'll figure that out. But however, I love Pinterest. My Pinterest is www.pinterest.com backslash Layla Riaz, L-A-I-L-A-R-I-A-Z. Um, my email is hellocutekindof at gmail.com, H-E-L-L-O-C-U-T-E-K-I-N-D-O-F at gmail.com. And then for all links, things I talked about, articles, whatnot, um, a blog post has already been posted on my blog, cutekindof.com. Please go there. Leave a comment if you've listened. I would really appreciate it. And now for some finishing thoughts. So I was reading Brown Girl Magazine, which is an online publication based in New York City with um, that is dedicated to South Asian self-expression, cultural anchoring, and dialogue, according to its website. I just started like randomly reading it because a post like, popped up on my Twitter feed. And an article was called, it was basically a Q&A with Disha Mystery, who is the producer and host and creator of the podcast, but podcast called, But What Will People Say? The podcast started as a way for her to talk about like her interracial interfaith relationship as a South Asian. Um, I just sat down to listen to it because I just wanted to listen to it. And I think it's so great to support South Asians and just Asians in general when they have creative endeavors. Um, it is so good. Like, even if you're not in an interfaith or interracial relationship, it is still such a great listen. I really enjoy it because it goes beyond what you hear when South Asians talk about being in an interracial, interfaith relationship, which is, which, like, they may give you, like, a five cent ten footnote on what it's like, but, like, in reality, it's a very hard and very long process for a lot of people, um, the episodes are barely edited, and they're about an hour long, making them great to, um, listen to during, like, a very long commute or during, like, a very long task. So, please listen to it. It's so good. I love it. Um, and then finishing off. Alright, friends, it's official. I finished Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Um, so that was really exciting for me, and then I went to go look at the secret movies because it said when you complete all three of the character arcs a secret movie will be um you'll be able to access the secret movie so i went to go access the secret movie could not access it because i did not meet all the requirements so i decided to give up and i just watched the videos on youtube um they were really good i think i cried during one of them but with that being said, I'm about to finish KH Recoded. Um, I have the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix for PlayStation 3. So the Recoded game is actually just a movie with all the cutscenes. And I'm almost done with it. I think I'm like... I have the last 30 minutes of it. But then after, I will be playing Final Fantasy 13 2 It's time to finish that game. And then I have another game to play after that too. Oh god. There's so much going on. Um, now I'm in quarantine. Now that I'm in quarantine, I think I might want to film a YouTube video. I know I've been talking about it a lot lately. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Who knows? If you're interested, please let me know. And because it will give me the encouragement to actually do it. Um, I don't know if it will turn out good. Maybe I'll do like my Sailor Moon vibe video. I don't know. But with that being said, thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to y'all very soon next week. Goodbye.
Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See tmobile.com.